All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Solo Mominate. My name is Bree, and I appreciate you being here for another time. I'm so excited, like I'm not even going to hold y'all up. My equipment is set up, and my equipment is set up correctly. Um, <laughs> if you guys have been following me on social media, or if you have been following my podcast, it has been improving, 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 improving. I am now have a full uh, studio, quote unquote, we'll say quote unquote. I have my mic and my, um, I, what is this called? Uh, pop something? I don't know. The, the little foam that goes in front of the mic to take away the P and B sound. So it's a much smoother sound for you. I, and I just have all my equipment set up and I'm really excited and things are just getting better. So, yeah, um, like I said, if you follow me on social media, you can see some clips of me recording at home and getting stuff done. Right now, I'm recording in my living room because I like to people watch and I'm nosy and my son does like to come in here and bother me sometimes when I'm recording and I try not to record when he's awake. The thing about solo mom in it is I record at night or early in the morning. You know how it goes late nights, early mornings, because that's when we can get our stuff done. That's when we can be parents without um, people, without kids and parents without responsibilities and when our kids are asleep. And even then we have stuff that we got to do. Anyways, welcome back to another episode. Today I want to talk about being available to people who are unavailable to you, which is something that I started to talk about last week, but I never really got into it. Um, really, I didn't get into it because I had a 50 million things going on, but I, I wanted to touch on it and I really wanted, I took some notes. I really wanted to be clear about what I was talking about. So the concept of being available to someone who's unavailable to you and really what this is all about as single parents in your dating status or solo and co-parents, stop being available to people who are not available to you. So first I want to look at it from a, a dating aspect. So we'll jump into that. I wanted to tell you the definition or not even tell you. I wanted to look it up for myself because when I was <laughs> when I was younger, my mom used to make me look up definitions to words. Like I called my brother an idiot once and she made me write that like a hundred times. Like a stupid or dumb person. And I had to write it. I had to memorize it. I was, look, I didn't call him an idiot again. Out loud. <laughs> out loud. But yeah, he was still an idiot sometimes. Anyways, so let's just jump right in available the definition is an adjective and it means able to be used or obtained at someone's disposal don't like that um of a person not otherwise occupied free to do something i do like that if you are available you are not occupied and you're free to do something um informal if you are not currently involved in a sexual or romantic relationship mm. Are you available to date me because you are not sexually or romantically involved with someone else? I'm going to start saying that to people because really that's what it is. Are you available for me? And people need to really think about that word availability because if you are out here sleeping with two and three other people or you are romantically interested in someone, whether you have verbalized it or not, you're not available to me. You are unavailable to me because you are interested in someone else and I am just going to be something that might 
distract you. So I don't want to be your distraction, homeboy, home biscuit trisket. <laughs> so I want to look at the second idea of availability of a person not otherwise occupied or free to do something. When we think about someone being available to us, that means that they are open. They're ready. They're willing. They are interested in being involved in whatever we're doing. They are here for us, right? We know what that looks like. As a solo parent myself, I'm asking people, are they available to keep my son? Are you able to keep my son while I go on a date? Are you able to keep my son so I can um, go out of town? You know, I'm going to Paris in a couple weeks and I needed somebody available to keep him for about six days because I'll be out of the country and I need to make sure that he's safe somewhere. I need to make sure that he's good. So are you available to keep him? Are you open? Are you willing? That That's what I'm asking. Because if you're saying I'm, un, uh, I'm unavailable, maybe you are not mentally capable of doing it. Maybe you're not emotionally capable of doing it because you might hurt him. Yo, I don't know. But let me know. Are you available in that capacity? Meaning, are you open? Are you ready? Are you willing? So we know what that looks like. We know what it looks like when somebody's available to us. We know what it looks like when... We are trying to make sure somebody is willing to do it. Are they willing to call you? Are they willing to text you? Because you can be unwilling and you know what that looks like. Yo, what are you doing? Can I come over? Uh, I mean, I really wasn't trying to talk. Like, well, I mean, can we just kick it? Um, No. No. Can you tell me about the weather? What's your, what's going on with astrology lately? Um, where's Jupiter? Is um, Saturn in retrograde? Like what is going on? Like, are you, are you available in, in that capacity? We know, we know what availability looks like. So when someone is unavailable to us, they're not answering our calls. They're answering sporadically. They are shorter. They're disconnected. They're not pouring into us. They're only taking. You know, as a solo mom, I know what that looks like. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all know it's late nights or early mornings. So I'm not drinking wine. I'm trying to do a detox. So I actually was making some tea. And um, yeah, so I'm trying to, I'm going to go get my tea in a second. So y'all hold that thought. I'll be right back. All right, y'all. Y'all didn't miss a beat. <laughs> it probably was seamless. I'm, a, I'm just gonna cut that whole break out and just jump right back into it. So while my tea is steeping, I'm gonna go back and get into this. So when we talk about somebody being unavailable to us, are they disconnected? They're disconnected from the conversation. Are they disconnected from being with you physically, mentally? Like, you know, can I tell you what irks my soul? As a solo parent, I don't get to talk to a lot of adults <laughs> outside of work. Like, even at work, it's like, you know, business, 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 a little joking, mostly business. So when I get home, I don't want to talk about what my kids are doing. I don't want to, I really don't want to talk about what's going on with work. I want to talk about something different. I want to talk about what's going on in the news, what's going on in the world. Um, where can we travel to? What new foods can we eat? Is there a new wine I haven't tried yet? Like I want to talk about adult stuff. So I hate, and I am a culprit of this and I'm, I'm really trying to be more, um, conscious of what I'm doing. I hate when I'm trying to talk to somebody or connect with someone and they're on their phone. Like 
I'm like, hey, so what did you do today? And they're looking at Instagram, they're scrolling, they're clicking on links to hear the sound. Nothing, y'all. Shoot, you gotta see this though, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, N-word, can you be connected with me for a second? Can you talk to me for, um, if I was naked and my ass was out, you would be all in. Like, literally, in more ways than one, you would be all in. So I just don't understand why you cannot be all in while I'm trying to get to know you. Like, that's what being unavailable looks like. They're not available to hear what you have going on. They're not available to hear, you know, what's what happened in your day. What's interesting to you? What's new for you? Or even like trying to connect with you on a deeper level, like have a conversation. Can we go bowling? Like, can you be available to me in some capacity? So really we're talking about unavailable people right now. So solo parents, single parents, co-parents, however you identify, if you are a co-parent and you're dating someone, are you unavailable to your children? Are you unavailable to your partner? Like we are culprits of that. Like I know when I first started dating after my son was born, I was trying to be so available to my partner at the time that I was unavailable to my son or I was getting frustrated. I told a story on my last podcast, um, episode where I was so available to my job because I was terrified oh if I don't keep this job then my son is not gonna eat or oh if I don't do this my son ain't gonna have this or they ain't gonna have that like I was so terrified I was so available to my job that I was unavailable to my son and that was the worst like when I tell you I was yelling at him. I wasn't focused on the fact that he needed something from me or he needed me emotionally. He needed me physically. My son needed me to, you know, he, he was still learning a lot of things, but I was putting his needs on the back burner to make somebody else's needs more prevalent. That's what unavailability looks like as a solo parent or a co-parent. And even co-parents, when you're co-parenting with someone else, that other your other parent may be unavailable to you i know what that's like my son as most people know if you follow my podcast or my blog my son has never met his father but i knew his father for a decade and in that time there were times when he was very available to me and then there were times that he was completely unavailable to me because of the things that he was doing in his personal life so with that being said now that he is unavailable to me there's nothing I can do to get his attention. I can get a billboard and say, yo, come see your kid. He ain't checking for that because it's not of interest to him. If something or someone is not of interest to you, you are going to be unavailable to that thing, to that person. You are not trying to pour in, you're not trying to engage because that person is not on your radar for you to be available to them. So you intentionally make yourself unavailable. And as parents, we need to be cognizant of that. We not we should not be with people who make themselves unavailable to us. We should not be with someone who makes themselves unavailable to our children. You know, one of the things that I commend my stepfather for when I was a kid, 9-11 happened and I was in high school. And I was actually was um, a sophomore, I believe. I was I think a sophomore. And I remember my stepfather coming to the school to get me and my sister 
and because my mom was somewhere else trying to get my brother and my other sister like they worked as a team and so he was available but how many people are dating somebody and you could never tell that person to go get your kids or if they go get your kids it's gonna be oh and you you don't know what's gonna happen like that is a fear of mine like legit fear of mine like if somebody does not love or protect me or love or protect my son then now they've come into my life and they can hurt one or both of us and shoot if you hurt my son you hurt me and i'm coming for you <laughs> but what i'm saying is when you're with somebody who's unavailable to you in that capacity they're not trying to go protect your kids they're not trying to protect you you're a means to an end you are something to do in the meantime while they might be figuring their stuff out you know so, you know, make sure that you're with somebody who's available to you. Make sure you're with somebody who is able and uh, willing and able to be a partner for you and to you. Um, and that's what availability looks like. That's what and, and that's what unavailability looks like to the same degree. Someone who's available is going to make sure that they are there and doing all the things necessary to accomplish the greater good for you and your family. And somebody who's unavailable is just is self-interested. They're, what can I get out of this situation? Where, what is going to be beneficial to me, right? And I mean, I guess it depends on what you really want. So, um, as we talk about unavailable, um, one of the things I wrote is pay attention to the signs, right? If somebody is more about, uh, not now, I can't do this for you now, but I'm going to get at you when I can. Or if every time that they are doing something for you, it is on their time, it's on their terms. It's not like, oh, you know, I got you. I'm a, they're going to expeditiously do it. They're going to do it when it's convenient. And convenient for someone else is not always convenient for you. If you bleed it out. I know somebody said that if you're bleeding out and you got to call a call somebody and your life depended on calling them and they would answer, who could you call on your phone that will answer? Look, I'm calling my grandparents and <laughs> no, they won't answer <laughs> because nine times out of ten, they are at home. And if they see my name, Papa, they are answering the phone. That is who I'm calling. It's heaven forbid anything happened to them because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have nobody. I don't know who I'm gonna call. I'm gonna have to look. If you see my number pop up on the phone, please answer because my life might depend on it. <laughs> I'm like, it's Bray, it's her. <laughs> so when we we think about that whole if somebody is only moving on their time, if somebody is only telling you that they'll do something when they are able to they are not available to you and that does not don't take this the wrong way that they might be in the middle of something but i'm saying like they're not giving you a reason they're just saying like nah i'm not doing it right now or um yeah i'm gonna get to it when i feel like it they are letting you know that you are on their time and on their terms if they're saying, I can't do this right now because I'm in the middle of something. I can't, you know, somebody call me right now. I, I can't answer right now because I'm in the middle of recording. I can't answer right now because I'm working on something. I can't talk to you right now because I really need to get my uh, website updated. I, they got to understand that it's not that I'm not available to you. I want to be available, but I want to give you my undivided attention. And I tell people that 
I tell people that intentionally, when I'm dating someone or when I'm interested in somebody, I want to give you my undivided attention. I said that to somebody recently, like, they were like, hey, can I take you out? And I said, yeah, absolutely, I would love to go out. And they were like, oh, you can bring your son. And I said, no, I don't. Like, I want to have an adult date. I want to have a date that is just me and you so I can get to know you on a different level. I want to be able to engage with you and not have to focus on being a parent. So I'm saying that I want to be available. I'm trying to be open in that capacity to you. So someone can be, you know, one of the questions that came up was, can somebody be unavailable, but can they still be into you? Can they be unavailable to you, but still be into you? Yes, I believe so. And this is why. I believe somebody can be unavailable to you physically and still be into you. I believe that somebody can be unavailable to you mentally and still be into you. I believe somebody can be unavailable to you um, emotionally, but they can still be into you because you don't know what's going on. So physically, they're unavailable because they're at work, but they're still into you. But I can't answer the phone when I'm at work because my job won't allow it. But I'm still into you. So I text you on my lunch break or I chat with you when I get off and tell you I've had a crazy day. I'm really sorry I couldn't get to you. But they let you know that I'm still into you, right? Um, can somebody be unavailable to you mentally and still be into you? Yeah, because I think about 150,000 things a day and I try to organize my thoughts and I try to get everything in order. But I might still like you and I might still think that you're dope and I might still think that you're awesome. But mentally, I had to compartmentalize where you were for me in order for us to be in a relationship in some capacity. So I had to mentally put you someplace where it works, but I'm still into you. And maybe I can't be available to you mentally right now, but I'm going to let you know when I can be. Now, the emotional is where we get tricky. Can somebody be emotionally unavailable to you, but still be into you? Yes. Because emotionally, I'm just not in a space to be good for you. And I know that because as I tell you, and I've said on other podcasts, being in a relationship post having my son, I was going through postpartum depression, did not know it. I was also dealing with depression of my son's father leaving us and taking me through a hellish ride through child support, which would be the next podcast episode. So y'all stick with me. Um, but I was going through a lot and I was emotionally unavailable and so I overcompensated and I did things to try to make up for it and ultimately it was the the demise of my relationship because one I was not emotionally available to him and he was not right for me and he was also emotionally not able to deal with someone like myself because he was not in a good space so our relationship failed and fell hard <laughs> to the day to this day that we cannot be friends um, because of how things ended I needed something that he wasn't able to provide and he needed something that I wasn't willing to provide um, just because we were not in the same space. But I was still into him and I still loved him and I still wanted to be with him. But if you recognize that you are emotionally unavailable to somebody, here's the beauty of it. You can say, I need more time. I need an opportunity to get myself well and to get myself together in order for me to be a good woman or a good man to you. 
Maybe they don't know how to love you right now and thus that makes them unavailable, but we can still say that. And like, I don't want to ruin you for somebody else and I don't want to, you know, hold, make you hold out for me. Don't hold out for me. Just know that I like you and I'm feeling all of this, what it could be, but I, it can't be right now. And here's the thing, nobody owes you their time. Nobody owes you, sorry about that. Nobody owes you anything to wait for them. Like, I don't I have to wait for you to get your shit together. I don't have to wait for you to figure your stuff out. That's not a requirement. No, 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 no. Now, if the stars align in, in, you know, a year from now, two years from now, you're free and you're available, open, willing, able to be there for me, then maybe we could try being together again, maybe. But I don't have to wait on anyone, nor do they have to wait on me. And that's okay right? Availability and unavailability are two sides of the same coin. I can be available to you in some things and unavailable to you in other things, but we should work towards being completely open and available to our partners and completely open and available to people that we're dating or we're friends with or we're co-parenting with. You still need to be, you have an obligation to be available to your um, ex your children's mother, your children's father, and available to them in the capacity of being able to work together as business partners to raising your children. Because raising children is a business. We ain't gotta be in love, but we gotta be in the business of raising successful people together. So now in business, business is business. You need to conduct business and be available to that person to make sure business is conducted well and in order. But that's, you know, for a whole nother day, so. Let me go ahead and give uh go ahead and get myself together. Take a quick break and I'll be right back. All right. Let me turn my headphones down and turn my mic up so that y'all can hear me all right now so we are back to solo mom in it and took a quick break and i'm gonna tell you guys some real fun facts i make my own herbal tea and i made this um detox blend tonight a blend that i have not used before because i got a new herb called cascara cascara something or other. it tastes like death like it was just freaking disgusting like cascara sagrada and it's supposed let me just tell you that was a waste of 16 ounces of water <laughs> it, was, it was so nasty you ever put something in your mouth and then immediately like nope this was a bad decision i just did that and i can't take it back because that taste was so nasty so yeah <laughs> Oh, this is what it's about. So back to Solomominant. We were talking about being available to someone who is unavailable to you. So I kind of told a story about a guy I dated a few years ago, but I really want the, here's the, a good story. So um, I dated somebody named Ray in college and I was madly in love with this dude. Like not even going to hold y'all up. I have never experienced um, such intense love for somebody so soon than I did with him 
And when I tell you he was the most unavailable person to me, physically, emotionally, mentally, this went on for years, like on and off, we just went into this cycle. Um, But in the beginning, eventually we did get things together, like not even going to lie. But in the beginning, we first met, I was all in and this dude was not even baby toe in the water in like he was just <laughs> leading me on so anyways ray and i uh, met my freshman year his junior year and um i he was he was in a fraternity and i'm trying to get to, i'm going to every single party like Every party he was throwing, every party his frat was throwing, I was there. I'm like, first first one to show up, last one to leave, like, always available to this dude. To the extent that when I let him know, like, yo, I have a crush on you, he was like, oh, okay. So, I'm, I'm sure, like, any horny college boy, <laughs> young man, he was like, okay, this little, you know, this little shoddy, like, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, I'm trying to see what I can do. So, um... It was kind of hindsight being twenty twenty. It was kind of humiliating, and if I had a daughter, I would totally tell her like to look out for these signs. So, again, I'm first one at the party, last one to leave. He could call me any time of night. I would get up. I mean, when I tell you any time of night, this dude used to call me at two fifty seven and be like, "Yo, what you doing?" Any rational person, one would not answer, and two would be like. Uh, motherfucker, I'm asleep at 2.57 in the morning on a Thursday night. But not me. Ray called. Oh, nothing. I was um, merely waiting on your call because I always stay up in the middle of the night expecting for someone to call me when they are done doing everything else they could possibly be doing. I mean, he would be getting off of work and it, it didn't matter. I was just totally open and available to him. And when I tell you he was completely unavailable to me, there would be situations where he would talk um, to his friends or other people as if I were not present in the room. Like he would have full-fledged conversations about something. I would be like, hey, what did you do? He'd be like, nothing. Somebody else come in the room. He'd be like, yo, let me tell you what I did today. And I would still be sitting there. And it was almost like if I brought it up after, he'd be like, bitch, did, did I say I, nothing to you? Like if I told you nothing and I told him something, that conversation wasn't for you. So completely utterly unavailable to me in a lot of capacities but I was like oh if I just hold on he'll be available to me (sighs) let me just say it was an interesting few years truly truly cared about this person to this day I still have mad love for him but I was young I was dumb and I was crazy and in love in some places but um yeah that was (laughs) That was good. That's the good one. I mean, there were, there's so many things I could tell you about this person just being completely unavailable to me. And yet I was like overlooking it because of my infatuation at the time. And I think that's one of the things that we even as we get older as single and co- single parents in our dating status, but solo and co-parents, you know, let's get right to it. As a solo mother, I found myself in various situations starting to make myself available to someone who was unavailable to me be that oh I'm not available to you because let me raise this mic a little bit sorry y'all um being uh, you know dating someone who was unavailable to me emotionally 
because they're they're not in touch with their emotions so they can't be emotionally available to me because they don't know how to be in touch with their own emotions somebody who's unavailable to me in communication because they're communicating with someone else or they don't know how to communicate effectively to me because you know oh i'm afraid of saying this you know if somebody's not in tune with who they are and where they're at they are going to be unavailable to you and then the more we push at it the more we we are trying to hold on to something that's not there for us the more it's going to hurt when we finally walk away because they were not available to us in the first place so in order to be available as a mom or a dad or a woman or a man make sure that you know what you where you are first are you available to yourself are you are you listening to your body are you listening to you who you are on the inside do you clearly define what you want i mean i find myself in some situations even now where i'm like i don't even want to be here and yet and still i go and so i'm like and then i think about like nah i don't want to do this this is crazy let me get my ass out of here and i leave or i don't engage or whatever and i separate myself from it because i am engaged with who i am and where i'm at and i'm like nah i'm not i don't want to be available to this family too i found my today as real as today today I was talking to my family and I'm um, wrapping up my traveling for the season Um, as I've said before I'm going to Paris in a couple weeks and after Paris I always I will always I have made it a tradition to make sure I take my son on a vacation every December and so what I decided to do was we got to go to another country we got to go someplace we've never been before we got to do something we've never done before you know, that's the tradition that I'm building with my son. So with that being said, I was like, oh, you know, I always want to open it up to family and friends. Like, hey, if you want to go, we are taking our trip, our annual trip at this time. And I was talking to my family and somebody was like, nah, like, why are you talking about you want to go here and only spend this much money? I'm not trying to do that. And I was like, I started bending and I was like, well, I mean, we can do your, but I was like, no, your way is dumb. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to hold you up. What they want to do is mad fucking stupid. And I'm sorry, but it, it like, I know what makes sense for me. I know what makes sense for my budget. I don't know what makes sense, period. And so I'm up here and like, hey, look, this is the most affordable option. I found this. Definitely something we all could do. It's um, cost effective. You know, I'm looking at all the pros to the situation and even looking at taking into consideration some of the cons. And I've looked at it. If it works for my family and my family being me and my son, but looking at it from another perspective of, okay, here's somebody who's going to have two kids going versus just one. Here's somebody who's going to have a husband and kids going versus just me and my son by myself. Like, so I'm trying to look at it from all the angles and I'm like, but it still works. (laughs) And I'm still just talking about this vacation. And yet here I was listening to somebody trying to convince me of something else that makes sense for them, trying to convince me that it makes sense for me too. And I was like, nah, it don't. And so I I went home, I looked at it, I compared the two and I was like, my way still makes more sense. (laughs) And so I was like, F this. So finally, I I haven't sent it out yet, but if they listen, this is what it's going to be. If you want to participate in what I'm doing, here's the route that I'm taking. If you don't want to take my path, you don't have to take my path and you can keep it moving however you need to keep it moving and it's it's 
when people when you're that direct and you're that straightforward people take it as aggression right it's not i'm not aggressive i'm being direct because i know what i want i know where i'm at and i'm confident and people people will always tell you that there is a fine line between confidence and arrogance and trust and believe there is a fine line between confidence and arrogance but if you are confident don't you ever let nobody tell you that you're arrogant because you think that you are the greatest you know it's not that we are so the the biggest fear that we have is not that we are um you know not worthy the biggest fear that we have is that we are incredible that's our fear that man i can't do this not because you don't think that you actually have it in you you don't you don't think you can do it because what if i am this great what's gonna happen then what what if so i don't even want to get in on that tangent really it comes down to the going back to the availability thing when you stop being making yourself available for people who are unavailable to you what's going to happen is one of two things they're going to fall off or they're going to rise to the occasion now somebody who's unavailable to you maybe they there's something else there's something that you don't know it may not be something negative to where all they're trying to use you all they're trying to play you maybe they are dealing with some insecurities or some inadequacies that ain't got nothing to do with you and don't pick it up at all but it doesn't mean you have to wait you don't have to wait for somebody. If you know where, where you're headed, you know, like, this this shoe fits for me. I'm not going to keep trying to fit my foot into the shoe that's two sizes too small when I know that that's not where I'm at anymore. Or I'm not going to lower my standards because you got to elevate yourself and you want me to slow down in order for you to catch up. No, that's what training is for. That's what preparation is for. That's what getting your shit together is for. And it doesn't mean financially, like, you don't have to be a millionaire. But it's like, are you taking the baby steps to reach your goals? I'm not where I want to be in my podcast. I'm not where I want to be in my my author um, status and my writing status. I'm not where I want to be. But I'm making baby steps towards that goal every single day. Fixing my website, um, marketing myself, all those things, right? So I'm at least showing some initiative that I'm trying. So going back to if somebody is going to make themselves available to you or if they are unavailable, let me take a step back. If they're unavailable to you because of something beyond you, because it's them, they can maybe it's the communication of saying, I'm not there yet. I want to be there for you. I want to be this this for you, but I'm not there yet. And I need some time. And I don't want you to wait for me, but I want you to know that I'm still here. I'm still going to be here. And in that space of still being there, maybe they are able to provide you with friendship. Maybe they're able maybe you're able to help them through that and understand that They might not be available to you all the time. Don't hold out. Don't hold your feelings and emotions out for something that may not come to pass. Because maybe when they get their shit together, maybe they realize like, yo, I'm not really good for this person. Not in the fact that they may not be attracted to you, but maybe they're like, no, I'm not good for this person because I want different things. And my path is going to lead down a different road and we're not going to end up in the same space. And that's okay. That's, That's totally fine. But that's when there's a situation where somebody's unavailable to you because they're working on things for themselves. But let's take the other scenario. Solo moms. 
this one's for you. <laughs> Let's take into consideration when you messing with Drake Quantume or John Aquanifon, <laughs> and he fine as hell, but all he do is kick it with his boys and go out every weekend and he doesn't contribute to your household and he's not uplifting you. He's not supportive. He don't listen to shit you got to say. Every time he come around, he's expecting something from you, something sexual. He's expecting something from you, something monetary. He's expecting something from you, some food. He's expecting you to put out in some capacity. So he's taken, 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 and then there's no pouring into you. He's completely unavailable to you, but yet and still you are totally and utterly available to him in every way he needs. Let's go ahead and shut that down, girl. Let's go ahead and close that book. Um, yep, let's let's go ahead and tell Jemana Quantifying that he can't come over no more. And it just is what it is. Sorry, home biscuit, Trisket. You just got to keep it moving. And that goes for women, too. One thing I cannot stand to hear. Oh, my God. This makes me so, so frustrated. If another good man tells me he's dating some bum chick, I'm just going to immediately stop talking to you. Like, I'm just going to stop talking to you. Because then the same narratives come out about, oh, you know, she don't work or she not really making a lot of money. She don't save. She's not doing this. She's not doing that. She always want me to do more. <coughs> Excuse me. That's because you became available to somebody who was unavailable to you. She was unavailable to you in the capacity that she don't have nothing to give. She don't have nothing for you. But you were like, but I'm available. Here I am. Use me. I'm willing to be obtained. If you listen to the first part and you are listening to the second part where I explain the definition of available, obtained and being willing to be used. That's what they did. You showed a bomb chick that you were available, willing to be used, and she used you. And then you come and you meet a woman like me and you make me work twice as hard because the chick before me drained you dry. So now you're looking at me like, I ain't taking you out. Okay, well, have a good life. Good luck, buddy. Because <laughs> I'm not here for it. I'm not. Is We have to take notice. People show you signs and it's, you, we just, we intentionally neglect them. Intentionally. You intentionally walk away and be like, nah, I, I know she took that money from me, but she really needed it. Well, does she really need it because she needed to get her hair done? Does she really need it because Joe little Jojo didn't have his shoes? Like, what does she really need it for? Does she really need that $700 dinner? Or could she have sufficed with a $40 meal? And then maybe you guys went on a picnic. Maybe you guys did something simple. Maybe you guys went for a walk. Maybe you were building the relationship and building the communication and trying to understand where she's at and where she plans to be. Clear, plain and simple. Ask somebody where they want to be in five years. Ask them. You will get a clear answer of whether this person is on the same path as you or whether they're not. Clear indicator that of a man that I'm looking for. When they are talking about multiple streams of income, when they're talking about building wealth, when they're talking about education and progressiveness, when they're talking about travel, when they're talking about being financially free, when they're talking about things that are going to be beneficial to not just themselves, but to the next generation and the generation after that, that's where it's at. <laughs> that's where I'm trying to be. 
And if you're not trying to be there, then you just got to keep it moving. So here's the thing. I'm going to wrap it up because I, I don't, I've been on this tangent, but we make ourselves unavailable. We make ourselves available to people who are unavailable to us all the time. We are afraid to be alone. We're afraid to be left alone with our own emotions, to process things, to feel things. We don't want to feel anything. I got a feeling like I have gotten my feelings hurt so many times <laughs> this year. I have been dumped at least twice this year. <laughs> uh, dumped by people I wasn't even really seriously dating. Like how I get dumped when a guy asked me out on a Thursday and then by a Tuesday he like, nah, you ain't somebody I want to see. Okay, well, it was fun for these almost 72 hours and um I wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, I suppose. <laughs> like, I mean, but I'm okay with being alone. I'm okay. Like, I'm getting comfortable with the rejection, right? Because they're letting me know I'm not available to you because I can't be available to you the way you need me. And I'm like, cool. Glad you said this up front. No need to waste my time. And that's how we need to look at situations. <clears throat> Instead of feeling like we are not going to get something better, we need to start embracing the fact that if somebody's unavailable to us, great. I need to go find someone who is available to me. Make that, that spoke wheel I talked about in a couple episodes back. Draw a circle. In the middle of the circle, um, draw my husband, my wife, my spouse, my partner, my lover, my friend, whatever you want to write, whatever you're w trying to will into your life. And then draw six lines outside that spoke, the spoke wheel, I'm sorry, the outside the circle. It'll make a spoke wheel. <laughs> um, and I got this from Bob Proctor. Love Bob Proctor. Bob Whenever you want to come talk to me, I am here and ready and I need your advice. <laughs> I love listening to you. Love, love, love. But anyways, so draw a circle in the middle of the circle. My husband, my wife, my spouse, my whatever, whatever. Outside the circle, draw six lines. One of the lines will be available. Available. Another line will say a free, another line will say communicator, great communicator. Another line will say um, attractive, you know, financially free, financially sound. Draw as many spoke wheels as you like. Draw as many lines as you like. Be specific. They got dreads. They got, you know, they have locks, not dreads. They have a lock. Um, they have, you know, great credit. They got all their real teeth. Whatever you, whatever you want. You'll be surprised. I I am a sucker for a nice smile. So if you have a nice smile, like, and you don't have, you know, the alphabet in, embedded in your teeth and diamonds and gold, like, I'm cool with that. <laughs> like, I don't need that. That's not for me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get to anybody who has gold teeth and diamonds, you know, as long as they come out, like, I'm cool with that. Accessories are, are dope, but if that's your permanent grill, like, I don't know if I can get with that. And we are um, making billion dollar deals and you look like no limit, like, no knock against them, but I don't, I don't want to be in a conference room with you like <laughs> like that I'm not gonna lie but um <clears throat> nonetheless you know draw your spoke will be specific about what you want and the important thing is make sure they are available because when somebody's available to you that means that they are free willing open 
trying. They're doing all the things that make you feel good. You know, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday and I said, your brain cannot decipher the people, right? Your brain deciphers feelings. So when you're with somebody and it feels good and you recognize like, oh, this feels good. This feels great. Your brain is not saying, oh, this is, you know, so-and-so. This, your brain is saying, this feels good. I want to do this again. And your mind, or I'm sorry, your eyes are saying, this person makes me have good feelings. I want to be around this person again. Or this person stirs up bad feelings. And your brain is like, well, you know, last time you were with someone else, these same bad feelings happened. And they're not deciphering between the person. Your brain is just saying that these are bad feelings. We don't want this. So lean into the good feelings. Lean into that those available emotions that make you feel good, that remind you that, oh, this this person is into me. This person talks to me. This person cares about me. This person is fighting for me. This this person is about me. So, yeah. We'll go ahead and wrap this up. So, here's what I suggest that we do. One, be very specific about what you want. I say this all the time. Two, in order to be available for someone, make yourself available to you. Set, set boundaries for yourself. Say, these are the things that makes me happy. These are the times that I need to be here for Brie. These are the times that I need to build Brie up. And when I take that time for myself and I'm really specific about, okay, I have to do this for me. I have to go here for me. I have to eat well for me. I have to think clearly for me. I have to drink water for me. Like Think about all the things you want to do for yourself. And then you are able to easily welcome somebody else in and recognize available feelings because you can identify them in yourself. Well, I call, I text, I'm available, they are not. So you can easily walk away from someone who's not available to you. You recognize it and you're like, I don't want to deal with this. And we might put up with it. I know, I'm going to be honest. I put up with shit way longer than I should and by way longer back in the day it used to be like six months you'll be lucky to get six days <laughs> you will be extremely lucky to get six days and I don't go back it's not like I'm coming back two weeks later and I'm like hey or you want to try this again because I've been burned a lot of times by people who were not available to me and I kept going back and making myself available to them, letting them know whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready. And then they could just pick me up and drop me off whenever they were ready, because that's exactly what I was saying. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's my take on available to the unavailable. And I just it's something that's important to me because I know I've been there and Tell me what you think. Like, what does it look like? What does it feel like when you are available to somebody and you feel like they're unavailable to you? Because we know what that's like and we don't like it and we don't want it to continue. So um, hit me up. Social media. My website. Website is up, y'all. It is finished. I got pages. I got link. I got audio on there. What y'all gonna do? Yes. Singlemomstuff.blog. Check me out. Or A-B underscore writes all. W-R-I-T-E 
S A L L on Instagram. A B underscore W R I T E S A L L on Instagram. Look me up. Tell me what you think about this episode. Tell me what you think in general. I love to hear from you. I don't know what I'm going to do about this tea tonight because I haven't had any tea. I haven't had any wine and it is late. We must just go ahead and go to bed and I'll try this tea thing in tomorrow because this was nasty. This was some nasty. Okay. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you for listening. Look out for more episodes. I'm going to probably record a couple times this week. Talk about some random Monday rants or some Wednesday what's up, Thursday thoughts. I don't know. We'll get some stuff out there. Um, Again, tell me what you think. I really want to know what you think about this available to the, uh, are you available to people who are unavailable to you? Um, Yeah. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Have a good one. Peace.